0: I would would like that meme I I
1: would be into that meme as well It could be both of them Yeah, Yeah. sitting side by side (laughs) Welcome to the Dunstan Checks Min This is the television pod Nope, (laughs) I'm struggling This is the podcast where we watch the film The 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks in Minute by Minute and we pair each minute with a film That suits it Yeah. I'm Emily Schmemely
0: I'm Andrew Lindy
1: And today we watch minute number 5 Yeah um, and the film we paired it with, Punks.
0: Yeah, this was your choice. This was my choice. So you, you feel free to explain that whenever you want, um, but we can get right into the minute. I
1: can just, I'll, I'll do the ex- explain, explanation up okay. front. Okay. Um, this, I mean, tell us about Punks. Punks was a childhood favorite of mine. I, It must have been, I don't know if it was like a TV movie or a straight-to-video. I don't think it was in theaters, mm-hmm. but I also, I, in researching on the internet, I could not find who made this film or why. What do you mean? I don't know what venue, because it's not a Disney Channel original movie. No. Which is honestly the vibe it gives off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but I, so I don't know. Was it just some independent company making a, a video for the home video market? Well, I, I, I don't know what it was.
0: I, I, in doing my research, I found something quite shocking to me. Oh, interesting. The director of Punks mm-hmm. also directed, like, the Casper sequels. That makes sense. To me. And, like, a lot of episodes of, like, Even Stevens, the Even Stevens a movie. I don't know why that's shocking to you. Like, I well I I I don't know, I'd never heard of punks. Like I feel like I should have heard of punks because it's weird to me to have that you've never heard of punks. I love Casper and Wendy. Sure. Which he did. Yeah. Like this Sean McNamara or McNamara, I don't know I how it was McNamara. Uh he like all these all these crazy things that I either kind of knew or really loved from mm-hmm. like childhood or like you said, Disney Channel original movies. Yeah. Like it's and it goes on until uh, like today. Like he um he did Soul Surfer. Hell yeah! He did. Um, well, Miracle Season. Sure. He did. Um, oh, what was the other one? But then he's working on like a Reagan biopic. Yeah. Because so he's uh, clearly turned bad. Well, okay. Here's the thing. He apparently worked on on Reagan's uh, whatever it's called back I don't, in the day. Oh uh, no. But like as a volunteer, like he wasn't like anyone important. Yeah. But he had like a small hand in one of the times Reagan was running for something. And the movie that he's working on it's supposed to be uh like when he runs for California governor mm-hmm. and then up until he's president. So it just it'll stop when he hits the presidency.
1: It'll stop when he gets the opportunity to do the most evil things he did. Yeah.
0: Uh so it's it's just crazy to me that this I mean this is the kind of working director. Yeah. that I I think
1: He also did something recently or is working on something recently that's called Romeo Kills Juliet. Which is an <laughs> okay. interesting title.
0: Um, but yeah, it's it's like this is the kind of working director that I think people think doesn't exist anymore Because mm-hmm. we have so many like the auteur theory the, There's so many directors out there who only make their very specific movies Yeah, and then there's directors that stay in a very specific genre This is the kind of director that will do, you know five kids movies a television series and then go make soul surfer and it's, Yeah, like, exactly. it's just like what what is going on? <laughs> yeah um Punks is
1: a movie very, very close to my heart, though. Especially rewatching it, I had forgotten things in this movie that once I saw them again, I was like, it was, it was like waking up for the first time. It was insane. (laughs) Like there were moments in this movie that, like, just the memories that brought back were like so, like, not just remembering watching the movie, but remembering exactly how I felt watching those scenes as a kid. It was fucking wild watching this now, Mm. because I, I mean, I must have seen it so many times, and even like there's, there's one part where. There's a little phrase, there's a certain phrase that I always say a specific way that I never quite knew, remembered where it was from, and it's mm. from punks. I just remember. Oh. Sometimes I'll go, do it, do it, in a certain way, and it's because of the scene where they, they manipulate um, Henry Winkler's voice. Oh. In my head, it's, I mean, it's such a simple thing, you would never put that together.
0: Yeah, okay. But in my
1: head, I'm totally imitating that scene. Uh-huh. Um... I remember being weirdly sort of scared in the same way that I was scared of the Mary with Children opening credits, as I was talking about on Twitter today, Yeah, um, of the scene when he pretends that he smokes, because he doesn't want, when, he's, when he asks her about the woman about the cigarettes, and Jessica Alba on the phone is like, tell you smoke.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember
1: that, like, weirdly scaring me as a child, Yeah, and getting that same fear response watching it now, because that's how many times I watched this movie, and it was yeah. just so firmly...
0: You weren't scared when they go to the bar? I was... a I was a little scared when they went to the bar. That, that part got me. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Kids movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's this happening? is a wild kids movie. We'll get it blur into that later. Yeah. But the reason I picked it for this minute is because it's it's kids doing sort of heist hijinks. Okay. Kids performing hijinks in and around the area of a heist of some sort. Sure. Do, do you not agree that there's connections there? Sure. I'll see it. There's tonal connections, I would say. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah. See, uh the the thing I don't think I'll get a chance to pick this movie but but if I did I'd be delighted to oh. that hits me in that same vein is Catch That Kid oh sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Punks is definitely in that vein the yeah. hijinks yeah um it's a it's quite a journey watching it yeah how did you, did
1: you like it watching it for the first time in adulthood uh, I won't
0: blame you if you don't it's just okay <laughs> like I'm not it's mostly there for the gags and the stupid kid yeah. stuff.
1: Did you not? I, the,
0: something else, the,
1: the, another line that I think about often that I didn't realize was from Punks that I, I quoted on Facebook when I was watching it. Mm. The great exchange between Jessica Alba and one of the other kids. Um, she looks them up and down, and this is when they're first meeting her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks them up and down and says, Where'd you get this one? The Weenie Factory? <laughs> first of all, great start to an exchange. Yeah. And then he says, Well, excuse me. I have an IQ of 160. And then she comes back with a classic burn. Well, I've got to calculate it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, that's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can't deny how good that is. That's pretty
0: good. This movie is is uh, uh, very into using weenie as an insult. <laughs> it really is. At one point, the dad, played by Randy Quaid, is worried that he's thought of as a weenie. That Henry Wickler
1: thinks of him as a weenie. He yeah. breaks down crying in the kitchen with his wife because his boss thinks he's a big
0: weenie. Mm-hmm. I think he uses the word wiener because then... I think the, he does. The wife says... You can't spell wiener. <laughs> wiener is just a misspelling of wiener. <laughs> yeah. She tries to make him feel better with that. And then um, that one, uh, that's Kathy Moriarty. There's also I, like isn't a Isn't weird... she the mom in Casper? Uh, sure. Like, I feel like Sean, Sean uh, McNamara... Like Mcnamara—he sees her as a mother figure. It, but he, like, picks up actors along the way and it's just like, come with me, come with me. Yeah, We're yeah. doing all these movies
1: now. That scene also, there's like almost a weird... ASMR vibes and that there's very specific crunching. They're eating Captain Crunch throughout that scene <laughs> in a way that is like really present in the scene. Mm. In a way that it usually isn't. Do you think maybe they got a kickback from uh from big uh
0: Big Crunch? Who,
1: yeah, from Big Crunch? <laughs> who makes well, Captain Crunch? Had, Is it
0: General Mills? Well they also had Twinkies that were named. Oh yeah. Well Twinkies because um,
1: the the kid from I never remember this kid's name I feel Green. so bad, but the kid from the Big Green and Sandlot, um he his whole thing is he's into, he's very into health food throughout the film. He's always eating rice cakes. Yeah, which is also I like rice cakes a lot, and that's another thing that I'm like, oh yeah, I like rice cakes
0: because of punks. Well, and then at one point he he gives as a gift to the the I would call the main kid. Yeah. Uh, whose name was Drew? You don't yes. normally get a that was it's a true. little something for me.
1: Yeah, a little something for you. Uh,
0: but he gives the he for his birthday he gives him um. Uh, apple cinnamon flavored rice cakes and now those sound delicious to me i would eat those right now i'm always looking for apple cinnamon rice cakes because of that (laughs) That sounds great yeah uh so when when he gave him those i thought do those exist like i just really (laughs) this movie had some weird beats like that where i was just like what's going on right now it's
1: also just i don't know this 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 movie has like the the sounds of it (laughs) this is weird to say but like no move literally no other movie in the history of film like evokes a response for me the way that punks does because it's just like these sounds of this movie are so firmly imprinted on my DNA Because I watched it so much as a kid mm. that it's I, I Truly I like I get tingles watching like that moment specifically the Captain Crunch one is another one The thing with the lemonade and the cigarettes at the end is another one. Uh-huh It's just it's, it's very very weird strong feelings that this film brought up
0: uh, this is also the the kind of film where at some point the bad guy knows he's fighting children and doesn't care and still fights them just as hard. Yes. <laughs> I don't think a lot of films do that nowadays. Yeah. I can't think of another word. The, the bad guy is like, Oh, I'm fighting children. Yeah. I still want to kill them. I still want to murder them. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, and he's also very explicitly wants to kill the dad who's an inventor. Like yes. he just he wants, wants to, to
1: murder Randy Quaid. And then uh, he's asking too many questions.
0: Now, but did you notice where Randy Quaid worked specifically? At uh, crow crow research and
1: yeah stands for crap that was that <laughs> did i loved this movie it's that that sign scared me <laughs> that's, that scared shit. i was very young because it has a swear word on it it has a swear word i said like crap crow <laughs> research <laughs> and production i believe is what it was um but crow that's that, i think that was just like a weird like propaganda sign in the road i think the name of the company is like crow industries
0: yeah because that's the guys that's henry winkler's character yeah
1: tony crow um, i don't think it's
0: tony it's something crow it's something crow it might be anthony
1: mike crow Hi, I'm Mike Crow. Um, um, and then the Henry I, I Winkler is fun in this
0: movie. Sure. Uh, so this, this I love a good '90s Winkler. <laughs> this movie uh, was on IMDb or not IMD, on YouTube. Yes. And uh, that's where we were able to watch it legally because Filmrise is yeah. some company that owns the rights, and so they they just let everyone watch it. Yeah. There's ads and stuff. I didn't see any ads when I watched it. Are you paying for YouTube? No. I saw a ton of ads. I
1: saw, I think, maybe
0: one at the beginning, but that's it. They had, like, six ads on mine. Oh, that's interesting. I had no ads. Oh. Maybe they saw... Th- they knew that my level... There was <laughs> the uptick. No, there was the uptick where they're like, people are watching it, throw the ads oh, on. yeah? Because I watched it after you. You did, that's you. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was very intrigued to read some of the YouTube comments. Oh, I didn't check these out. Oh, there was some real... Juicy ones in yeah. there people remembering it people going like I can't believe they got away with saying this mm. There's the part where they're trying to come up with their so punks is an acronym. Yes, and it and uh, it's <laughs> Oh Well, this... there's it's a double acronym in yeah. fact. Yeah uh, Well the first acronym is it's the first letter of each of their last names mm-hmm. and there's five of them yeah. At first there's only four and they spell Punk. Yes, and then they get the ass the s, the s Jessica from Alba's Jessica character, character. Yeah. And the first suggestion that someone makes is spunk. And what does what does Ham from *Sandlot* say? <laughs> he said, "Sounds like something
1: my grandparents drink." Sounds like something my grandma drinks. Yeah, you just you just said your grandma drinks. cum, dude.
0: Yeah, someone couldn't believe they got away with that in a movie. Yeah, um, there was some other good stuff in there too. Someone had a story about um, they uh, they knew that Henry Winkler was going to be at a, a convention near them, mm. so they they borrowed slash stole their friends. DVD copy of Punks to have him sign nice. as kind of like a surprise for their friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, there's yeah, there's just some good little tidbits yeah. of people going like, "Wow, I can't believe! Wow, this is great." The scene in the bar is crazy. Yes, I feel like we should address that. So they they set up a meet with Crow to exchange something, whatever. It, yeah. it, it's it's all dumb plot business. Yeah. The the gag here though is that three of the punks dress up to look like ZZ Top. Yes. Now. <laughs>
1: Well, officially, <laughs> officially, what's going on here is they're dressing up as,
0: quote, adults. Well, they're they, dressed as easy Top. They have instruments. And they sit down at the bar <laughs> and they say, we're the band. That's true. And the bar, bartender says, great, what do you have? Like, he just yeah. <laughs> immediately is just like, of course, I ordered a band. Yeah, <laughs> So they're dressed as ZZ Top. Yeah. <laughs> I think even when they enter, it's supposed to mimic the visual of a ZZ Top music video, and the sound of it. ZZ Top were weirdly
1: prevalent on my my brain as a child, as someone who loved punks and Back to the Future Part Three. Remember how ZZ Top plays a huge part in Back to the Future Part Three? No, you don't remember
0: this. I even like just watched it. What the hell are you talking about? They straight
1: up do like a thing where like. Doc and Marty, for some reason, are somehow dressed up as ZZ Top at one point. Or maybe it's ZZ, maybe the the real maybe it's that the real ZZ Top is in the movie. I think that's what it is.
0: Well, ZZ Top is like three people. Yeah, I think they're yeah. in the film. Oh, okay.
1: And then at one point, like they even do the thing because there was a thing in their video where they they would spin it spin as, the... like, as if it was attached to their dick. Yeah. They do that in Back to the Future Three. Like there's a part where like Buford Mad Dog Tan like shoots at their banjo or whatever and it hits the fret and makes it spin like it does in a ZZ oh, Top. Oh my video, god. You know?
0: yeah. I remember this now. Also,
1: ZZ Top is on the soundtrack for Back to the Future 3 for some goddamn reason.
0: ZZ Top was huge. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I, and it, I, I'm, I'm not a music person, but I, I feel like even somehow it missed our generation. Like, it just, it's a weird... Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it
1: clearly didn't miss me because I was watching them in Punks. <laughs> I was watching them in Back to the Future Part 3. They were very heavy on my brain. I guess. Um, in my
0: in my mind, when I think of ZZ Top, one of them plays the father of a character on Bones. Sure.
1: ZZ Top seems sort of unreal to me in that, um, <laughs> we, I know at some point they were huge and yet I, I know them exclusively through references, yes. through artifacts. That's which what is I'm trying to, say, to tell you. It's yeah, like,
0: yeah. it's like it, it's like it was our parents, but not even that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know who, I don't know who's a, who, but of course we also remember the great flight of the Concords group. Uh, I can't talk. The great flight of the Concords goof when yeah. uh, Murray kept saying ZZ Top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good goof. That's very fun. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: it's, they dress up as ZZ Top, and then which um, means that they have
0: big beards. In case someone doesn't yeah. know what a ZZ big Top birds, is, big beards, big yeah, um, and trench coats and trench coats. Uh, which now, and
1: they they drink alcohol, and one of them kisses an adult woman, which is very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: well, and the adult t- woman is into it. It's implied by the scene, even though how could you not know that? Is she that later style? character
0: that shows up? No, I don't think she's so she's not Agent Hoolihan. I don't think so. I thought that was somehow the same person. Perhaps. I thought that was the joke of it was that oh it can't believe she's here maybe um, but yeah I I also think the 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 them trying to blend in as adults is very much the most a kid thinking that this will blend in yeah. as as much as possible yeah. the giant beard and the trench coat
1: because when he's talking to Henry Winkler he is very obviously a child yes and yet Henry Winkler still just engages with him as though he is an adult yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah that's definitely true uh,
1: we uh, see some great hacking in this movie.
0: Yeah, do you want to talk about the, uh, em- what's it called? The engager? What's it the called? The augmenter? Yeah.
1: Should we talk about the Augmenter? So, we haven't even written down the basic plot of, of punks.
0: I think the plot mostly doesn't matter, is what I'm going to say. Mm, but to explain what the Augmenter is. You can explain what the Augmenter is without relating it to the plot at all. The Augmenter
1: is a device that Randy Quaid's father has... Randy Quaid's father, nope. That Randy Quaid, who plays the father in the film, uh-huh. has invented to... The idea is it will... He's a he biochemical engineer, I believe is what he says sure. he is. And he's created this backpack that if you can't walk, you put on this backpack and turn it on. Now you can walk again, essentially. Mm-hmm. But Henry Winkler wants to use it to make superhumans and sell it to foreign entities.
0: To Saddam, specifically.
1: Yes, but which is also, I, I didn't expect this movie to get woke for a second. <laughs> when Henry Winkler has the line, if the U.S. government can sell to every Tom, Dick, and Saddam or something like that. Yeah. Um, Saddam, Dick, and Harry, I Saddam, believe it Dick is. Saddam, Dick, and Harry, why can't I? Which, you know what? Fucking
0: props to this movie for calling out the U.S. government for selling uh, weapons. Well, it, this came out in 1999. Yeah. Right? So that's that's right in the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's really right in the center of it yeah I think a line like that wouldn't survive 9-11 that's what I'm trying to say Well, no
1: certainly not yeah I mean that was that was one of the big bummers about post 9-11 America is that lines like that didn't survive that mm-hmm. uh, I've been listening to <laughs> I've listened to the album pick a bigger Weapon." yeah pick a bigger weapon by the Q because um, I just saw sorry to bother you recently I got oh, very okay. into Boots Riley again mm-hmm. um, and it's it's really I don't know refreshing is not the word but it's like, there's a whole song with her that is just about uh, the the relationship between George Bush and Saddam Hussein and how they were secretly in cahoots. Mm. And it's like, I don't know. It's interesting to hear a song that's like going so hard and yet not really relevant today. Yeah. I mean, it is, but not, you know, it's not, it's not in the headlines today. Did
0: you ever see Charlie Wilson's War? No. That movie's pretty wild. Yeah. Actually. Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. Um. It's it's crazy to watch uh, because I I think it it's it's in that same vein of like this is this is this is how Mm -hmm. the government money was spent. Yeah. To to help other, you know, groups do evil things like it's just like, holy shit, like this is and and the way that they're able to try and claim that it's to support American interests or. Uh, just straight up lie. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, we're the bad guys, everybody. If that's <laughs> not been like super duper clear to you by now, <sighs> we're the bad guys and we've always been.
0: Mm. Happy mm. America. Mm. <laughs> At least it's we're nowhere near the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can all just not think about it for a while. Yeah. The. So okay, you well, you I want to talk you about- You should think about it a lot all I'm... the time. <laughs> we're the bad guys. The Augmenter.
1: The Augmenter.
0: Now- Part of the bit of it is is that it can kill you. Yes, because they Which haven't cut the kink. It yet. makes your heart explode.
1: Yeah, especially if you're Randy Quaid and you have a heart condition. Yeah,
0: but not if you're a, a, a criminal who the actor appears in many films as a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> just he, When I saw him up here, I went, "Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, he's yeah. in every movie as this as, guy." Yeah, uh, specifically, he's in like the Ocean's Eleven series. Yeah, as as a well-known guy, the. The Augmenter also, they don't explain this right away, but at some point they explain that there's also a suit that another person can put on oh, to yeah, control. There's a, there's,
1: that's, well, that's version two of the Augmenter, <laughs> Yeah, that someone else can put on a suit for, to remote control the person wearing the Augmenter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, what is going on? What is Science. the purpose of that?
1: Science. So that they can have human drones.
0: I guess. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that they can take unskilled recruits, send them into war to die only, mm-hmm. while the more skilled army people uh, stay at home safely controlling them.
0: You ever, you ever see the film, the Robin Williams film, Toys? No. Nope. <laughs> Toys is the full title. Yeah. Um, Toys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie a lot. And uh, in, in the vein of things that scared me when I was a child, there is something like that in that movie. And yeah. they never actually show you what it looks like. Look
1: at the still of Henry Winkler on the that's IMDb crazy. page for punks.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the film that you chose to pair with this minute.
1: Also, Fingerless Gloves is the other connection.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, I can see it now. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so glad you gave me that one last little tidbit. Yeah. That really <laughs> filled it all in. Come on. You know it does. I know it does. And they stitch their letter on each of their gloves. Yeah. So they can put their hands together and spell punks.
1: Poor dumb... A kid from the Big Green in the Sandlot. He made them fingerless gloves because they needed gloves
0: to disguise their fingerprints. <laughs> You're right. Oh my God. <laughs> How ridiculous. Yeah. How utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's a fun watch. Yeah. I don't think it's a good movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's an all time
1: classic. Sure. Also, can I just highlight one of my favorite performance parts in the movie? Okay. So, at one point, in order for them to break into Crow headquarters, um, the sort of scam artist kid who is cousins with Jessica Alba. Yes. They've conceived of a scam where this kid is going to uh, run up to the door and say, "My, you gotta <laughs> help me! My mom is pregnant she's having a baby right now." It's I not one. mom. He says mom. I thought he said wife. No, he says mom. That made it funnier to me. <laughs> he does say mom. Unfortunately, okay. to ruin the joke. He says, "My mom is having a baby. We, we need your help." And then he says, "Look, she's over there." And then we just cut to my all-time favorite performance in the film, Jessica Alba. <laughs> silhouetted with like a beach ball or something under her shirt going oh i'm having a baby over here
0: (laughs) it's so good yeah yeah um all right let's get to the minute yeah okay so this minute opens with uh the one the one what are the brothers names kyle and brian i don't remember which is which so brian says kyle what's he doing which one's so which? Kyle's the you little one and Brian's the big one. Kyle little, Brian big. Remember B for big,
1: and K K for kid. Kyle for kid. <laughs> there it is. He's a little kid. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was knife grab esque in terms of <laughs> it's a deep cut comedy bang reference.
0: Uh, so he says Kyle, what he's doing? What's he doing? Yeah. He says not yet. So what what they're waiting here is now. I don't remember the name of this concierge man. Jim. Mm, but the it's the Jim, the jerk concierge man. Yeah. Is uh, uh, checking on the fountain because the uh, the water level has dropped on it. It stopped. Yeah, it stopped. Um, That we see a moment where the dog, the opera lady, is still singing. The dog kind of barks at the singing.
1: Neil is the dog's name.
0: Yeah.
1: After Neil Armstrong,
0: first man on the moon. That's in the next minute. Um, the dog barks at the singing, Uh, and then we get a view. The camera is inside the mouth of the fountain. This is correct. What do you think of this? I like it. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's odd. I think it's not that odd.
0: It felt odd to me.
1: I think a lot of times in a, in a film when someone is looking into a hole, mm-hmm. that's like Chekhov's gun. When someone looks into a hole, yeah, we've got to gonna, see the POV of the hole.
0: Well, I thought you meant something's got to come out of the hole. The
1: whole, that as well. is a three-part <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Looking in the hole part one, POV of the hole part two, something come out of the hole part three.
0: So what I thought was so odd about it was I think in most films when someone looks into a hole... Mm-hmm. The hole is just a hole. This time, it's a statue. Well, here they've made very, very particularly they've they've made it so that the cutout does look like in the shape of a mouth. Yeah, it's not just a, a hole. Yeah, that's that's commitment to quality. That's good. That's good production design. I just I, I it just it, I think it makes me feel weird because I I feel like most fountains even like when they have a
1: four element to it. Well,
0: there's that. <laughs> and I think most fountains wouldn't have that kind of detail on a water feature. Sure. Because it would just be a little pipe coming out? It would just be a little pipe coming out. Yeah. Because the uh, like sediment and pipes, I don't know. I, I feel like they got so specific there. Pipes, am I right? It got so specific that it was mouth-shaped. It, it felt. I felt a chill. Like I was just like, oh, this is not right. Uh, and it's just like plumbing instinct that we have from the Mario Brothers. Um, so once the man Sorry, is looking. I was yawning. Well, I was trying to cover for you. Thanks. And then you just called yourself out.
1: I call myself out 24/7.
0: Once the man look into hole. Uh oh, water come on. Then Kyle.
1: No, not water come on.
0: Kyle says now, now, now. Yeah. And then water what we see. Yeah. Is now Brian has spun the wheel mm-hmm. so hard that it comes flying off. Yeah.
1: So it, it spun to the right, which made it come off.
0: Yeah. Was he? He was spinning it to the right, yeah. right? See, I tried to. I was trying to view, and it's just. It's so Core quick. Clockwise, as the correct people say. Yeah. And in the previous minute, we'd seen him turning it clockwise to tighten it. Yeah. So just feels a little funny.
1: Just always being turned clockwise.
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, so it goes flying off. Uh-huh. And he says, no, no, no. Uh, and then uh, the water comes out, somehow missing the man. I believe he has he, moved out of the way at this point. Yeah, he, he has like a quick dodge. Yeah. So it hits the back of the head. Of the opera singer. Of the opera singer. Yeah. Now she turns and moves out of the way as well.
1: As any rational human would do. Yeah. Who's not a rational human, though? Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Lionel, what's his Spalding. name? Spalding. Spalding. Yeah. Uh, when it hits him on the back of the head, he first throws his dog throws into the throws air. Throws his beloved dog
1: into the air. Now, let me let me try to speak to this yeah, as yeah, a yeah. dog owner. Please. Now, I have a dog, as yeah. you all know. His name is Nucky. He's my son. He is, I would say, smaller than Neil. Yes. I, now, granted... I've never thrown my dog with that much vigor. The most I've ever thrown my dog is a light toss onto a bed. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, he's he's fine with that. Mm. Um, I have to imagine, based on the amount of effort it takes to do just a light toss onto the bed when I'm carrying him and then go to set him down, extrapolating from there, it would take significant effort to toss him into the air as high as Lionel tosses Neil here. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like. You have to, like, really put your strength into that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Especially since Neil is bigger than Nucky. Well, the
0: fear <laughs> yeah. Got fear filled up his strength.
1: It's not just that... <laughs> First of all,
0: my instinct would never be to throw Nucky. Yeah, that's, I think that's my biggest problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, like, Lytle Spallling's whole thing in this film is that he loves Neil. Yeah. Um, if we can assume his love is at least equal to my love for Nucky... I would never, ever, ever throw Nucky like that. Mm-hmm. If I sense trouble, I would, if anything, hold Nucky tighter.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that, that seems very odd to me. Yeah. Also, Neil gets a lot of air.
0: Well, he goes, like, straight up. Straight up, yeah. And then uh, has a slight curve and then comes down into the arms of the opera lady? Yes. And that leads her... Okay, I'm, I want to... Okay, so he tosses Neil... The opera yeah. lady catches Neil. Mm-hmm. That's also improbable. <laughs> that I could see happening, actually. Uh, but she... Because f- so, somehow... if you see a dog
1: falling at you, you're going to try to catch it.
0: Well, what's happened to her is that so she gets hit in the back of the head, Yeah. turns, and now is facing the fountain, sees it, uh-huh. somehow turns around again to catch Neil... In midair, f- air mind you. <laughs> ...to fall backwards into the fountain. Yeah, well, well, something happens in
1: between. She catches Neil, hmm. and then she is... She kind of loses her balance, which, fair enough, but then she inexplicably takes five more steps after that initial balance loss yes to fall
0: into the fountain fall backwards into the fountain backwards so neil fountain. is on yeah. top of her as yeah. she falls into the fountain neil yes. is fine yes we gotta <laughs> we gotta keep track of neil yeah um so and i noticed that she almost knocks over the statue yeah this is you know this is we're, we're seeing the set in, mm. in this moment this is not a sturdy statue this is some plaster thing they've put here temporarily yes uh so but it doesn't follow it just moves just a little yeah just a tiny little bit um arty is watching this whole thing Artie's mm-hmm. is th- the old man the older man who is a still he's a bellman yeah uh a bellman and he he i, I think they even cut to his reaction to see uh neil go up in the air he kind yeah. of watches neil go up mm-hmm. um now lionel huh. again not a rational man yes because what happens is now he's thrown his dog yes he turns around to face the water that was hitting the back of his head. It is now hitting his face. Yes. Uh, And pretty hard. It's not like a gentle splashing. It's no. It's a tube of water yeah. just shot right at him. And he just kind of puts his hands up and sputters. And, and doesn't, doesn't move. move. Yeah. When he moves, now he moves a tiny bit. And you can see that if he did move, this water would hit all the way to the male that is waiting for people to yeah. pick up. if Perhaps they come down he to was the front heroically lobby.
1: protecting the mail. <laughs> that... Perhaps... That he, is a theory. Perhaps he had he had a sense of duty. Yeah. Maybe in a, maybe in a past life he was or dreamed of being a postal worker, mm-hmm. and he was like, "It is my sweet, sacred duty to protect this mail. I cannot let the water hit it."
0: Now here's another thing that he'll... that's the
1: only thing that makes sense to me. Because honestly, like if I was getting hit by the water, I I wouldn't even have to think about it. On reflex, I would move away. Yeah, it would have to be a conscious decision to stay. Mm-hmm. And yet he does. I think it ha- we can only assume it's because he has some sense of duty to, toward the
0: male. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. So we can notice, uh, I believe it's Consuela. Who's the, the, I believe Consuela is working the front desk. This she yeah. is not there anymore. Well, she's she got co- out of the way wisely. She's on her hands and knees cowering behind the desk. <laughs> we can see in some shots. She's afraid of the water. Well, and so you, I think you can even make a case that somehow Lionel Spalding is protecting her uh, from okay. being the next one in the in the order of spray. Sure. Yeah. But he doesn't know that she's gone. <laughs> yeah. She has left her post. <laughs> now, I okay. So then uh, Kyle says, we have a problem. We hosed some guests. Yeah. Uh, so then... Uh, What's his name? Brian. Brian Brian says, abort mission, abort mission. Then they all go running. Yeah. Now, when we see again, now the opera lady has, the way I would describe it is that she's in the fountain on her back in the water. Struggling. Like a turtle. Sure. On their back. Yes. (laughs) She is somehow unable to right herself.
1: Well, she's dealing with Neil
0: as well in the water. Now- but Neil's just standing there. Neil's yeah. a very good dog. Neil's in a very this, good dog. He does in look, this moment. He
1: does look scared in a way that makes me worried for the dog actor playing Neil.
0: Yeah. There's, uh, a, there's
1: definite fear in his eyes. He
0: does. Well, because uh, Lionel Spalding is coming. Yeah. He's saying, Neil, Neil, Neil. Yeah. And he comes to grab Neil off of the opera lady. And mm-hmm. she's like kicking him off. And so he kind of tumbles. Well, just pure reflex. She's kicking yeah. him off, apparently. And he kind of tumbles towards her. And Neil goes jumping to the other side of the fountain. Yeah. So then Lionel falls in on that side. Yeah. So now both, the fountain is filled with two people yes. and all other people running around in the havoc. Now, what I also noticed in this moment, mm-hmm. in the shot, Consuela's back at the front desk. Yeah. Just standing there. No, do <laughs> She's <working> the front <laughs> she, was, she was cowering for a moment and then immediately got back. She's in what's called a
1: planted position. Um, Certain, depending on your play at work, you're maybe not are not supposed to move from your position.
0: Well, she moved out of fear of water, and then she came back. Now, here's the other thing that I Mm notice. So, Brian doesn't fix the water situation. It does just Peter. It 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 just
1: stops on its own. They used all the water in New York.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, I I mean I don't want to you know argue too much in the favor of this movie but i i think they could have some kind of like automatic shut off
1: yeah there's like an an emergency shut off yeah yeah uh
0: but i i don't even know who would flip a switch if someone needed to flip a switch but it's 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 just insanity um what do i got next uh kyle slides down a pole yep yeah, what's going well, on there? That is
1: weird that there's a pole there. That's something that I never questioned until you said it. And then, and then yeah, I definitely watched that. I don't remember
0: seeing it. So I And, yeah, that's weird. It's not because it doesn't. Now, I could see someone being able to kind of slide down, you a know. Pipe. A pipe. or, like, a rail stair. You know, sure. you know how those, the, the round stairs that you sometimes see, like, on uh, industrial buildings and stuff. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. this is pretty clearly to me a, just a pole just for a sliding, pole. and he a was up Vince in a pole. vent. Yeah. So he came out of whatever vent he was in, found a pole, and slid down. This doesn't make a lot of sense. And then immediately meets up with his brother Brian, Brian yeah. who's who's skitter skatering, who's skitter scattering around down a hallway. Plus he those. opens a the door. There they are. Yeah. And now they're together. You know what bothered now, me about this scene? What? There's a Coke machine in there. It's a diet Coke machine specifically.
1: I disagree with that. I believe it was a regular Coke machine.
0: I remember it saying diet on it. I remember
1: it. it being red.
0: But it said diet. I know it's mm. red, but We're I... You're going to have to review the footage. Well, I mean, I have a screenshot of it if we can uh, I'll, eventually I would like get to, to review to the footage. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. talk for a minute. Yeah.
1: I'll, and you talk about what bothered you about this scene, and then I'll talk about why I'm bothered by this Coke machine. Okay.
0: I I, I believe... So as, as he's... As... Um, Earlier in this minute, when Brian says abort mission, abort mission, then they they, they take their, their exits. They meet up. To me, that's the the worst thing that you could do if, if you're in on a scheme together. You're trying to hope for something to cool down. You don't want to be caught together. You want to be separate. And so the fact that their escape makes them come together, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's not the best place. Is Yeah, especially because once they come together... Come together what Brian says right now is better coke stay machine. better get out of here until things cool down so i i mean get out of here kind of could be um uh uh, uh for yeah. the backstage area get out of the backstage area sure but the idea that they're together seems very just unwise yeah, in general yeah does not
1: seem like a good call we are scrubbing the minute now to get a look at yeah. this coke or so diet you're coke you're
0: machine. famously a, a pro pro pepsi Pro Pepsi. That's true.
1: I I do believe Pepsi's there's that that I don't see the words diet on now, there. Now wait for
0: them to skate by it. You're seeing the side of the machine. Look at the front. Look at the tiny that word right there. It says enjoy Coke, oh, you my God. fucking
1: lunatic because that's what the Coca Cola logo says.
0: Isn't that where the diet normally goes when it says Diet Coke?
1: On a Diet Coke, yeah, but Diet Cokes are always like gray. That says How Enjoy crazy. Coke.
0: It's so tiny. But Coke
1: machines always say enjoy Coke. Or the Coke label label always says enjoy Coke. Mm, I don't know about that. We should have bet on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just want to bet on everything now.
1: Especially since I know that I'm right on this one.
0: Yeah, you were were right. Um, I'll give you that. There's a lot of weird product placement in this back back room. Here's what I'm just going to say I don't like about this Coke machine. Hmm.
1: I don't like when employers try to fleece down their employees for 75 cents in the Coke machine.
0: I mean, at least it's 75 cents and not... $2
1: I mean who knows what it is it could be too true. We don't know I don't, I don't like when you're when you're when you're just you're you're just seeing your employees is just more customers mm. I don't like it pisses me off
0: Have you ever you I mean we've both worked at food jobs. Yeah, uh but, like, I always like the idea of of a of a work kitchen sure. I've never worked in like an office space, yeah, but I'd love to to have a work kitchen mm-hmm. so that someone can be like, Oh, there's a twelve pack of whatever in the fridge, sure. and it's like, Oh sweet, I want to try that yeah, it's some weird soda I'd never would have bought. Mm. Here it is,
1: yeah, when I worked at Barnes and Noble, there were vending machines in the break room. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much mm-hmm. and I, I I didn't care for it then either
0: I feel like vending machines are pretty standard
1: I like vending machines I'm just saying i don't I don't like the idea of like. You know, have it for everyone, or it's—it's it's weird. Of like, uh, I don't know. It just feels like shaking your employees down. It feels like having it specifically accessible only to employees, but they still have to pay for it, it. Seems very icky to me.
0: Hmm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, this would have been better placed out in a in one of the public spaces. Yeah,
1: just put it in the lobby of your fancy hotel.
0: <laughs> yeah, a Coke machine. Yeah they every fancy hotel has the weird hallway that has like a change machine and a coke machine that's true i'd be into that no matter how fancy it is um
1: you know you, you ever hear how uh apparently it's like a thing in japan where if you get something in a vending machine you're supposed to eat it right there by the vending machine it's like weird. i think you've told me this it's
0: weird to take it with you yeah i don't like that that's odd yeah i want to take things with me yeah <laughs> take everything with me <sighs>
1: Uh, oh, I just realized that I'm, therefore, I'm violating a typical custom when I play uh, Yakuza. Because I bought things from <laughs> vending machines and I just I just keep going and eating them.
0: Now, in the minute scrub, did you want to scrub and see what that pole was? Nope. Okay. I mean, I got a good enough look to say that it's weird that it's there. Yeah. Uh, So then there's the cook it's machine. next to a ladder. That doesn't make it less weird. Yeah. Then, as they go off, Kyle grabs go on off. to... Go off.
1: Get it? That's like a thing. Like the kids say, like, oh, shit, go off. Go off, dude.
0: Do no. kids go off. Go off. Kids say things. Yeah. Kids say the darndest things. <laughs> go off. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, they so they're they're both wearing roller skates of some kind. Yeah. Um, looks
1: like they got blades, not quads.
0: Yeah. So Brian's in the lead, mm-hmm. and Kyle grabs onto like his belt from behind. He's
1: skitching on a human being.
0: Yeah. To get a little speed boost, it looks like. Yeah. I wonder if that'll turn out good for him.
1: That seems like a fun thing to do if with all of our siblings. <laughs> yeah
0: it really does yeah yeah you ever um take uh, take your dog on a walk while you're on a bike
1: nucky is too small for that mm-hmm. um Bentley, my childhood dog though uh every once in a while i do that mm-hmm. he's big enough for that
0: and he would keep up
1: um i would have to go slow for him yeah. for sure and i wouldn't do it for very long but he could keep up in limited yeah. bases
0: i like that that's cute yeah <laughs> that's a fun way to interact with a dog uh, That's the end of the minute. Yeah. They go skitching off. Yeah. Uh. That's it. That's all I got. No. <laughs>
1: what were you going to say? I was going to say plugs.
0: No, because I have to announce. Oh, yes. What, what are we watching for minute six? For minute
1: six is. Minute six. What are we going to watch? Mm. I'm dead. I have so, sweated to death in this hot, hot room.
0: I, I. I went back and forth. Yeah. But I couldn't deny it. Uh, Did you you supply it though? (laughs) This is uh, probably going to be, I mean, I don't know, probably not, but I want to say this will be my most unconventional choice. Okay. Uh, The film that I want us to pair with minute six is first man.
1: I don't know this film.
0: Well, it's, it's coming out now. <laughs>
1: this is the, Ryan, out the this is, now. is the Ryan Gosling. This is where Ryan Gosling. Film.
0: Yes, because. now he, That's interesting. That is
1: earlier in this re, in this recording, when you said it's in the next minute, I, I I had a flash of like, what if Andrew picks that Ryan Gosling movie? <laughs> and I can't believe that, that that my thought has become a prophecy that has been fulfilled.
0: I mean, yeah, that's. I, I mean, all right. We're I had this, when does that movie come out? Um, October 11th or 12th. So we'll be October 11th. Yeah. Okay. We're recording these early, but we'll it you know, will be... You want
1: to go see it together? Yeah. At the AMC? I think we have to. Yeah. Um, Should we both bring in notepads like a couple of fucking
0: dorks? No. So, <laughs> I was worried you'd be against it. You do want to bring in a notepad, though? No, I was worried you'd be against this film.
1: Oh, no. Come on. Let's do it.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. First man. Yeah. Currently in theaters, probably, when you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, I'm pairing that with Minute Six. Fun go stuff. check it out. <laughs> um... Do some plugs. Yeah, so... I'm going to go to sleep. I'm I'm on a podcast, another one, called Nothing New, a remake podcast that I do with Justin Keys on. Uh If you listen to it right now... Wow, that's some loud snoring. Uh, if you listen to it right now, you'll be able to hear our... You
1: can actually hear that on mic, though, because I was away from the mic. Well...
0: I, I don't know. I heard it. I was doing a GIF. You could hear our Papillon episode.
1: Papillon busted free. Because yeah, for some but reason they made another 63. version of Papillon that came out this Nobody year. Nobody
0: cared about the uh, goddamn and then I'm going to just say that we have something very oh. special coming up for October. Something very special. For a Rocktober. very special remake Situation. I know what it is. I think everyone knows what it is because it's the big remake coming out in October yeah. <laughs> and it's barely a remake, but you know what? We're there for it. Yeah. That's how movies work nowadays. Uh, uh, Benvennetwork.com slash nothing new. It's where you can find all those. Um, I do another podcast called. Um, it's on my list. It's on my list. Sorry. I ran out of breath words. I
1: ha- I, that's why I jumped in to help. you. Ah. So
0: it's called. It's on my list. And it's a monthly show uh, where some friends and I gathered together and we just Come talk together. about movies that people think you should have seen. Right uh, our first episode is about Gone with the All Wind. The movies. So <laughs> we just kind of talk about, is this necessary in this day and age? Should we even be talking about Gone with the Wind? Does yeah. it even matter anymore? Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, it was mostly a negative response. Hell so. yeah. That's what I like to hear.
1: <laughs> so there you go. Trashing uh, what I know to be your girlfriend's favorite film.
0: Yeah. And that I've watched twice with her because, <laughs> you know what? I don't mind it. Yeah. But, uh there you go gone with the wind uh it's on my list uh check it out on apple podcasts and wherever you get podcasts at more like
1: crap podcasts am i right I yeah you be so
0: rude <laughs> <laughs> uh the no uh and you can also find me on twitter and instagram at podcaster andrew
1: you can find me on twitter and instagram and twitch at very cool emily uh, on Twitch, I stream Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, playing Sonic Adventure 2, Yakuza 0, and Fallout New Vegas, respectively. Um, I do another podcast with Justin on The last episode should be up by now, but isn't, because editing, you forget sometimes when you're busy. Um, but by the time you're listening to this, it will almost certainly be out. Um, in our last episode, it's about Amblin. And, uh, you know, one day, maybe we'll have another podcast together. Uh, keep Keep your eyes on the internet for that one. And, hey, rate and review us on Apple, on more like Crapple Podcast. Uh,
0: And you can also follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Majestic Hotel NY. Yep. And on Instagram at DunstanChecksMin. And email us, (laughs) DunstanChecksMin at gmail.com. I don't know.
1: Could be. Probably. Could be. That could be our email address. (laughs) Email's hard. Oh,
0: God. Email's Rate and review us on Crapple Podcasts. Crapple Podcast. Crod passed. Oh, God. What's? Uh, are you still going to do a review challenge? Yeah. This
1: time, give us five stars and then tell us, tell us who's your favorite ape. And I could mean species or I could mean person.
0: I feel like you I... did this challenge before.
1: <laughs> no way. <laughs> 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 well, if I had to miss challenge before and you did the review last time, then I want you to do a review of your review of your favorite ape. And if, if you didn't do it last time, or if I have not issued a challenge before, then just, do re- then just review your favorite ape. And again, that could mean species, could mean individual.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess that's it. And I guess until next week, we're checking out.
1: What a podcast.
0: This is Brendan Creasy, and I'm the host of Radio Brendo Man, a podcast on the Benview Network. I'll be interviewing a new guest each
1: episode on the show. We'll be talking about creating things, all things geek culture,
0: movies, TV, and all kinds of other stuff. If that sounds cool, check out Radio Brendo Man at RadioBrendo.com, BenviewNetwork.com, or in your podcast app.